0: If you could please pray a Hail Mary with me. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. As we enter into Good Shepherd Sunday also, this is World Day of Prayer for Vocations. I think it's really important we understand like what the heck is going on in the gospel because sometimes i'm sure not here of course but like other places people kind of look like zombies lost sheep when they're at mass so i really want you to wake up and focus the thing i think is so easy for us as we enter into these last two weeks is just a coast but the gospel is actually charging us to be more on fire like are you, are you gonna as you enter into these last two weeks are you going to pray more or pray less are you just going to look like a zombie? So many people. Are you going to engage? And know that these are, at these, the end of this semester, it's like gold. It's like gold, but so often we forget that what we receive in the Holy Eucharist is, is more than gold. And Jesus, who is the Good Shepherd, he comes to us and he's asking us to remain the sheepfold. But I think often we have to ask ourselves, what, what the heck is a sheepfold, right? So often when we don't understand things, the one thing that we're really afraid to do, to do is to ask questions. Like when we engage the text, which is the word of God, we should be like engaging and we should be asking questions. Jesus says to us, amen, amen, I say to you. That means like truly, truly, or I swear by the truth, nothing but the truth, so help me God. Like this is really important. So when you think, oh, Father Zach's being really intense right now. No, Jesus is being really intense. And he doesn't want you just to leave here and not be changed. He wants you transformed. But not just in your mind, but in your body, in your soul, everything. So when he's talking about the sheepfold, and he's talking about robbers and thieves, we have to know that a sheepfold, that is, it's, it's basically probably about two feet, three feet deep, and it's about four feet of rock, five, maybe, maybe four and a half feet of rock. But there's, it's almost in the shape of like a sea, and there's an opening. And when Jesus says, I am the gate, the, what the shepherd would do is he'd lay across that gate, that opening, so no wolves, no thieves, no robbers come in and get the sheep, but that means in order to get into the sheepfold, which is the church, which is the mystical body of Christ, you've got to go through Jesus. I think very simply for a lot of us, if we're in the sheepfold, I think we're getting way too comfortable. Like sometimes we have to know that like, you're going to rub up against other people who maybe are different than you and you're being called to, to, to love them up. But I think for some of us, uh, we're, we're not even willing to go through Jesus. We just want to go to the sheepfold, but... We want to avoid him completely. But what does Jesus do? What does Jesus say? He says, "Like he says, but whoever enters through the gate um, is the shepherd of the sheep." So that actually, what Jesus has done, he's given me and priests, and some priests are, as, as some people say, that they are the thieves and the robbers. They've never talked to you about the gospel. They never talked about who Jesus is. And we're called to call you all by name and drive you out. But so often, what the problem for a lot of us? Is, is that we get comfortable in the sheepfold, but we have to know that you're never meant to get comfortable in the, too comfortable. You might rest, as we heard in Psalm 23, but you're actually called to spend time and realize there's people out there who are lost sheep. The thing about sheep, a lot of people don't like to hear this, but sheep are pretty stupid. So you ever done anything dumb, you're in good company, right? But we have to know that when, when, the, when, the, when the Lord calls, he calls you by name, but it, it's, it's not to say like, oh, let's just sit and play patty cake. He's like, no, I'm calling you to go get the lost sheep. We know that Jesus, is, is the then he says that he's left the 99 for the one. And we have to go out and bring them back in. But again, once you, go, once you get called out to go out, he brings you back in. But again, it's not very comfortable to have difficult conversations with people. It's not very comfortable um, to, to go out into areas where maybe I have to have a hard conversation with somebody. It's not very comfortable to think I have all the studying to do. And I really don't have time to deal with this person. But notice what Jesus says. He says, when he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them. So Jesus must be taking the lead. To say the Lord is my shepherd, um, it means he feeds me. He sustains me. He's all I got. I don't turn to anything else. And that's like really difficult. But the one thing about Jesus is that his voice is unlike any other voice. And if you don't spend time with Scripture, you're not studying the history of the church, you're not looking at the lives of the saints. You'll never know what his voice sounds like. But isn't it interesting how a lot of people hear the voice of the devil? You're stupid. You're too dumb. If you went inside that, if you, if you try to go through Jesus into the sheepfold, they would make fun of you. You're a burden to other people. Nobody wants you around. Why do you even try? Jesus would never say any of those things. The voice of the shepherd is the only voice that will truly set your heart on fire. And if you come in, you actually have sheep around you who know what his voice sounds like. Like it literally makes no sense to say, I'm going to follow someone, but he never talks to me. I think that's the way a lot of people's relationship with Jesus looks like. But again, if you're spending time with Scripture, and you're spending time with the tradition of the church and the lives of the saints, you eventually will know what his voice sounds like. But then you also have to stop following the voice of the stranger. Because he's not going to lead you to green pastures. He's not going to set that table before you, which is to feed you at the banquet of the Holy Eucharist. Only the Good Shepherd would do that for you. Even when you wander, even when you do things that you know you shouldn't be doing. But if you're being set on fire with the sheepfold, how can you not go out? And why do we always look for somebody else to do it for us? I think this week there's just a simple invitation for us to take a look in the mirror and stop making excuses. Again, to get into the sheepfold you have to go through the shepherd. You have to go through Jesus. But to, to go through Jesus is, is to go through his heart, which was pierced for all of us on the cross. And again, every time his heart beats, it says what the devil, the stranger would never say. His heart always, heartbeat always says, I love you, I love you, I love you. And no matter what, he loves you. But that's the only love that can satisfy the ache in your heart. So this week, if you know you're in the sheepfold, like listen for Jesus and let him drive you out. The same spirit that drove St. Peter out, that actually had 3,000 people, 3, people baptized in one day. If you're coming to daily mass, like we have to know that this, this word, it's not just 2,000 years ago, it's for all of us and it's alive and it's living and if this word isn't piercing your heart maybe you're listening to the wrong person maybe you're listening to the wrong voices maybe it's cuz we're full of fear and not full of faith can it be scary to go out yes but it also can be a lot of fun i just want to highlight two things that happened in the past two days that clearly if we go out it doesn't mean it's always going to be difficult conversations but who, who here was at the Christian Forum last night? A lot of sheep, right? It isn't, we, all, we all have done bad things for right? But uh, was it fun? Yes, right? You can still have fun. So don't hear what I'm not saying. And then today we also had like, a bit of a send-off party for the, the seniors and also uh, for the um, focus missionaries. But it was just a time for fellowship and food. Had, had, a, had a family that um, the Belize mission trip people had met another couple in Belize, that from Green Bay Diocese. They came back and they had fellowship and it was just time to rest. This is a day of rest, but then we were called to go out and go on mission. And one thing they spoke about is not being afraid to pray out loud with others. And this is the last thing I want us to focus on today. There will be a voice this week encouraging you to take a risk in faith. And often it's just it's a, it's, it's a small... Quiet voice inviting you to do something that's going to be a little, little bit uncomfortable. Might be when you're in Bible study, might be when you're uh, with different people, with a, with a couple talked about today, is just simply to pray with somebody and just ask, hey, could I pray for you? But I, I think one, one thing I, I think we fall into as Catholics is we fall into not trusting in the shepherd or, or leaning into the Holy Spirit like St. Peter. Sometimes like, well, I'll pray in our Father for you. I'll pray in Hail Mary for you. I'll pray in glory. Be-. And there's nothing wrong with those prayers. But again, if we go through the shepherd, we have to go through his heart. And when you and I pray from the heart, sheep change. And we, we have a sense of who Jesus truly is. And there's nothing more ma- magnetic than the person of Jesus. So will you go through the gate this week? Will you remain the sheepfold? But also there might be an invitation to go get a lost sheep. I can't do this on my own. None of us can. That's why we need to stick together. Let us make sure that we're not getting too comfortable in these last few weeks. And let us make a commitment this week to spend time with sacred scripture, to read the lives of the saints, to know what his voice sounds like. And maybe if we did that, we'd see the vocations crisis And like that. Our job is to help other people recognize the voice of Jesus. Are you doing that? If so, praise the Lord. If not, simply repent and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit as St. Peter said. Amen.